Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another exciting, uh, I guess, radio show angler chronicles <laughs> uh this is angler chronicles on angels radio am 830 klaa thank you ben <laughs> and we will uh as usual go around the room here we have mr andrew mac mac daddy on the phone good morning andrew good morning ron good morning everybody we have mr steve carson the pin fishing university director of the pin fishing university good morning steve Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. And also, we have in studio Ben. It's going to be one of those days, guys. <laughs> we have. Okay, let me get this going. Good in, morning. For in studio, we have Mr. <laughs> ben Seacrest of Accurate Fishing. Good morning. And we also have in studio, believe it or not, is Mr. Tony Williams. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everyone. And then. We can't do without this. We have our fearless leader calling in from live. Well, I hope he's alive, but calling in from out there visiting his parents, and which is one of the best things you can do. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, Southern <laughs> California, and welcome, everybody. Good morning, Ben and Ron, and uh, let's see, we got Tony and uh, Steve and, of course, Andrew. Good morning, everybody. You know, Ron, you're absolutely right. There's nothing better than to be here with my folks. You know, um, they're getting up in age, and it's just great to enjoy. Now, uh, some of you know that I am celebrating my 35th wedding anniversary to Rhonda, and my parents yesterday celebrated their 62nd uh, wedding anniversary. So it's a very, very special week. Congratulations. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And, of course, we got to celebrate 4th of July. Yes, we okay. do. Don't forget, it's 4th of July. So uh, good morning, everybody. And one of the best ways, I think, to, to celebrate this 4th of July this weekend is by today being, I'm going to throw this to Steve. Steve, today is fish free. In other words, there's no fishing license required, correct? Well, it's license-free day. I, I'm pretty sure that the boats are still going to charge for tickets to get on board, um, and the lake to charge admission are still going to charge that. But the ca- state of California does not require a license. Uh, although in a few specialty fisheries that have punch cards and, and such as that, those are still required. So if you're going for... Klamath River salmon or sturgeon or stuff like that, you got to still have those. All right. So, fish 
free today, no license required. That, that, that's good. We have two of, those, two of those days a year, so it's really good. All right, well, I think, Ron, you're the leader today. Let's go through. We've got a very, very busy week, and I think it's time to report back. Because here's one other thing that's sometimes misunderstood about license-free days. It doesn't mean that the other regulations are suspended. Occasionally there are people that think that means, oh, today there's no limit, or today uh, that that uh, closed season is open again. Though the, all whatever the current regulations may be for whatever you're fishing for, the limits, etc., they're still in play. Okay, Ron, I don't think Steve can hear me, so you go ahead and chime in here. Um, he's correct. A lot of good information was given right there. So today's a great day to take somebody out fishing who doesn't fish. You don't have to buy him a fishing license even for a day and introduce him to sport. However, what I want to do is start what we started last Saturday. Okay. We were in Lake Elsinore and we had the Dream Extreme Derby. So why don't you give us a small synopsis there, Ron, of what went down. Well, you know, we had our get-together. It was a one-day event this year instead of two. We just wanted to make sure that we got it out there this year, uh, and we had a you know a small window to get this put together, which it ended up turning out really, really well, you know, with Tony's uh, help. But then most of all, the city of Lake Elsinore, the lake with William Johnson, um, Jonathan Aller Skinner, I guess he's the director of activities for the city. Director and of Community Services. Community Services, that's right. I always miss that up. But, uh, you know, we got to see uh, Grant. We got to see also the mayor, Mr. Bob McGee, who's out there every day with his dog. And, and, you know, just what a great city to do. And they put this together in a short period of time. Um, And, boy, uh, you know, uh, I'll let you tell who won the event and who came in second and third. But it was great to see a lot of the teams that we haven't seen because of the pandemic. And sure enough, it got to be a fight right down to the finish. And, uh, you know, we'll... You know, uh, the team that won was actually running to the dock with less than five minutes left. Right. Yeah, remember that? And uh, that's how close they cut that. But it was it was such a great event, especially the cash and prizes that we handed out. And then we had two species, I believe, that didn't get caught. So that money ended up getting rolled over because it was 100% return uh, payout. So it ended up being a great event. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, well, Mia. Good morning. Good morning. So why don't you add your two cents? These were two of yours. Well, this was the eighth annual Dream Extreme. We finally get back on track after a year of this uh, being on lockdown from COVID. So it's nice to see everybody smiling faces. It was an event to remember, and I and I can tell you there were some great things that happened. There were some great comp- competitors. Um, Team Sippy Cup came in first place, and uh, we had some bass, catfish, carp. But what was great about Team Sippy Cup, man, these guys are contenders. At at the best, but they literally at down to what the last two minutes, probably the last 60 seconds, we were maybe even the last 30 seconds, they were literally running up with uh, less than a minute to go to weigh their fish in, or they would have been disqualified. Yeah, and it turned out being the the biggest fish, so the worth biggest the run. fish. That's right, and they were uh, and they were fishing. You know, we 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 did some uh, scouting uh, later in the afternoon with uh, John Simpson, the our our videographer, and he you know we videotaped the whole thing, and we went out and interviewed a bunch of fishermen, and man, it was great to see everybody out, see some some baskets of fish. 
Speaking of baskets, I was told <laughs> I got to bring this. One of the things, of course, when you're using one of these baskets, right, you know, to hold yeah, the fish in, these metal baskets. Well, I had to, I had the fortunate, I had uh, I had a basket handy, and I was letting our team use the uh, the basket. They went in. John was with the drone. They go over to the drone to show them the basket of fish. They pull it up, and what do they have? Nothing. Zero. This giant catfish got out from this uh, from one of the you know those metal cages, and uh, the metal baskets. And sure enough. It just wasn't tied down. I didn't check it before beforehand, so there was a little bit of room. And sure enough, that catfish, his, whose head barely fit in that that uh, basket, got away. So who knows? Well, you know, uh, hold on a second here. I mean, I'm not going to let you get away with it, okay? Mia, <laughs> this was your basket. My basket. <laughs> okay. Your Guilty. basket, okay? Guilty. Out. Guilty as charged. Out. Okay. And, of course, the one that got away, they will claim, was the biggest one ever. But... It didn't work out. So, um, <laughs> congratulations to Rick and Judith. Congratulations for the win at Lake Elsinore. I want to thank everybody, the casino, the, um, the city. Um, they put on a great event. Um, we have also found out that they've been approved for another 50,000 wipers to go into the lake. These things are getting close to... Uh, being legal there was a couple that were caught in the 12 to 13 inches remember it has to be 18 inches to um, to qualify and to be legal uh, at the lake so um, it's just going to be next year i just can't wait um, i think they're returning to the two-day format and again we only did a one day uh just to push you know through this pandemic and to get some type of continuity okay but Congratulations to everybody. Uh, let's see, we had Team um, Loner, okay, which would be Steve Duncan and Eddie Tillett. They came in second. Those two, those two teams fought it out. I mean, tooth and nail to the end. It looked like Steve had it, but no. Team Sippy Cup came in at the end and took the win. But to all the teams, congratulations. I hope you guys had a great day. Uh, the food of the bobber was just simply phenomenal. Um, just getting together, you know, I, that, I think that was the deal. First time we were able to get together. So um, congratulations to everybody involved. Okay, so excellent, excellent eighth annual Dream Extreme Derby. And like um, uh, Tony just said, we have actually taped it. So it will be an upcoming episode of Anger Chronicles. So Eighth annual Dream Extreme Derby in the book. In the book. Huge thanks, of course, to uh, William Johnson, who, you know, he does most of this stuff himself. Did you guys check some of the prizes? I mean, he gave away a Hero 9, okay? For you guys that love GoPros, that's the latest and greatest. Um, that was one of the, the things, one of the raffle items that went out. We had that beautiful paddleboard, inflatable paddleboard. I mean, just just thousands and thousands of dollars that were given away so congratulations to all involved all right so that's that's that part that part of it then uh, i'm gonna go yep. to andrew now because andrew had a really good white sea bass uh trip on the pacific islander okay andrew why don't you give us a report on that one? Oh yeah definitely definitely uh one thing that uh to go back to the dream extreme derby that tony that tony uh forgot to mention and uh, I confirm this, too, with the guy that caught the biggest carp as well. Every big fish in every category was caught on bite-on. 
That's right. Every fish. The, the catfish, it was caught on the bite on, um, the bite on Mac bite. The bass, which we've seen, we actually got the whole thing on tape. Um, John got it all on camera. Um, Team Loner all got it as well on the bite on Mac bite. And the carp, the biggest carp, was also caught on Mac bite. I mean, if you guys aren't using out there, you know, out there freshwater fishing, I'm not even trying to plug back, uh, uh, you know, bite on Mac bites right now. That stuff is making a difference if it can shut out an entire derby with each category fish being caught on that bait. Talk about <laughs> talk about some cool stuff. But yes, uh, well, then, uh, you're right, Sergio. Well, Andrew, um, I just Andrew, got back. Andrew, hold on. Then let me go to Ben. Uh, real quick here, because Ben is a huge believer in scents for salt water as well. So, Ben, uh, yes, how sir. important is scents? Okay, you know, we, we have sometimes we have a tendency not to use scents, but scents can be a game changer. You use them all the time for salt water, correct? Yeah, but I mean, you guys are talking about fresh water, and I, uh, it probably goes back beyond what any of the people can remember, but the first scented worms that I can remember coming out with anisoil were that worked for me were the man's the man's jelly worms and what it did it gave you an opportunity to be able to set the hook on a fish because the hook would the fish would hold on to it the bait longer so with the stuff Tony's doing the fish will hold on to that be able to set the hook catch more fish definitely, definitely. okay Thanks, everybody man. we uh, gotta take a break now uh, we'll be right back this is Angel Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA who more than self Yeah, country loved And mercy more than life America Angels Radio AMA 30 Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. I get older, I will 
will be stronger. They'll call me freedom, just like a waving flag. When I get older, I will be stronger. All right, everybody, welcome back to Anger Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. And uh, Sergio, go ahead. If you, Andrew, you want to keep rolling along? Yeah, yeah, that, that works. Um, so anyway, that, that wraps up Lake Elsinore. Uh, I know today is the free fishing day with no license required. Uh, one lake um, that has been doing phenomenal that they have no license required 365 days of the year is definitely Santa Ana River Lakes. Uh, they've been stocking super heavy uh, stocks uh, with a minimum 6,000 pounds of catfish. I know uh, last week they actually had a double stock of close to 12,000 pounds. So that's one that's one lake that's been doing great uh, for freshwater. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go but ahead, yeah, as, as we as we were talking about, um, I did just uh, come back from my trip uh, last night. We were on a two day on the Pacific Islander. Um, I know you guys fished the week prior uh, for the white sea bass, but the two day was awesome. We um, as soon as we got uh, got on the boat, you know, the the word was we're going to go try to find some squid. Uh, loaded the bait tanks, you know, for uh, to hopefully find some black, uh, some white sea bass, and uh, uh, we went right to the spot where uh, where the captains heard that, you know, that one of the good sized squid bed threw the light out, and it was, I mean, there was squid everywhere. I mean, it was it was so thick. Mm. I put a I put a double rig with uh, um, uh, with you know squid jigs on there, threw through the threw through the uh, uh, the big the big bulk part of the of the squid and pulled up nine at a time, and it was. I mean, we filled up the tank within an hour. You know, it was it was great. So from there, uh, from there, we went to the to the uh, white sea bass grounds. Uh, captain started marking fish, uh, set the anchor, and I would say within the first five minutes of getting everything set, we were on the first fish. Um, we ended we ended the trip with uh, what is it? Twenty two, I believe there's twenty two white sea bass, uh, twenty four big halibut, and and I'm talking big. You know, even the captain, Rick Rick Russell, he caught two halibut, and uh, the second one was actually his new personal best. So if a captain can set a new personal best on a trip, I mean, you know, we're talking the quality of the fish, they were there. And uh, uh, Doug Jurgensen, a good buddy of mine, was also on the trip. Uh, he caught his uh, personal best uh, halibut as well. Um, it was just, I mean, all around, it was a great group of, group of guys. You know, the boat, you're, you know, they let on 25 anglers. Uh, we only had 12. We had 12 for a two-day. We're talking, it felt like it was a private charter just, you know, just for us. Um, yeah, it was great fishing. Uh, so from there, uh, when the bite slowed down a little bit, uh, we went out to go rockfish, and within two hours we were limited at, you know, nice big reds. I would say up to about six, maybe six to seven pounds or so of the top reds. Um, then from there, we came back into the spot, uh, started loading up on uh, on more sea bass. Um, then the bite slowed. Uh, we anchored up, you know, hang, hung out there all night. Uh, started to do the second thing on the second day, but, you know, the wind was kicking up, and uh, it was a little bit more tough. So I'm glad we were there, you know, on that first day. And, uh, you know, we definitely, definitely had a great trip. And well, let me tell you even more. The uh, Pacific Islander has been on fire. I mean, let me tell you, they have been catching white sea bass ever since the, the even just a couple of trips before we went out, yep. and it's been solid. So if you're into white sea bass, rockfish, uh, halibut, I mean, they've got some really good uh, shots of halibut. 
Pacific Islander out of Channel Islands sport fishing. Well, if you guys haven't seen how they reworked the platform and redone the boat, it is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely. It's very clean. They have. I, I like it because they have those big rails on there, so it's easy. Especially if you've been standing up all day, you can lean on the rail. I mean, it's it's a real comfortable boat. And uh, you know, the best part about the trip too. You know, I was able to to land two white sea bass, but the best part about the trip trip and and I kind of picked this up from Sergio. You know, I got them on the bass rod on the fishing syndicate 800 XL bass rod. You talk about a good fight, man. That uh, that rod is so strong. Even I mean, you know, even it is, it's called a bass rod. So I figured, ah, you know, bass rod for calico, well, sea bass is still a bass, you know. But man, it was it was such a good fight on that rod, and, and you know, got them in in a couple minutes each fish. And uh, yeah, it was it was just an all around great trip. Again, I was you know with Doug. You know, Doug's been on a lot of trips, and he looked at me, he shook my hand at the end of the day, and he goes, dude, he goes, thank you for telling me about this trip. He goes, this is the best trip I've ever been on. You know, and Doug was able to get, you know, three white sea bass, you know, and again, he got the two halibut, and the one ended up being his personal best. So all around, you know, great captain, great crew. You know, what I like, too, is, is that, you know, both captains, they, they're very knowledgeable, you know, Rick and then, uh, you know, his second captain. You know, second captain, he takes over, you know, during the nighttime, and he knows, you know, exactly what to do. He goes, no, nope, we're going to go anchor here. We're going to do this. He goes, I've been fishing the Channel Islands for, you know, for 15-plus years. And, you know, it's just it's just an all-around great operation up there. Yeah, agreed. And um, it, it's all it's all good stuff, okay? Uh, excellent fishing going on everywhere. And if you want the flavor of white sea bass on the, on the plate, that's the place to be. And right now the limit is three. So uh, yep. get in on it. As far as the XL is concerned, it's an amazing rod. Still has a lot of backbone, but but an extremely, extremely sensitive tip. That helps a lot, especially for these white sea bass. Sometimes they bite finicky and just gently take your bait and take off. Uh, you got to be ready to set the hook, or they can come in like a freight train and just go. Okay, so um, it's a great rod. It's <laughs> very all the way around, especially in the light. Yeah, how, how, what pound test did you use? Uh, I was running a 25-pound fluorocarbon um, with a actually no, I'm sorry, 25-pound mono on the on the top shot, and then I had a uh, was it 50-pound braid on there. 50-pound oh, braid. Okay, well there you go, guys. You don't yep. even need the fluorocarbon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when these things want to go, they want to go. I always say, look at your uh, do a thumbs up. Look at your nail on your thumb that is the size of the brain of a of a 40 pound sea bass i think you can outsmart them <laughs> okay oh yeah so definitely. definitely excellent well let me do this let me go through, let me go around the table again uh steve carson you just got back from an amazing trip yourself why don't you put us up to date with your trip yeah i was on an eight-day trip on the shogun and it was pretty amazing, although it's always interesting to me how many miles of water there are with no fish in it. Um, we certainly found <laughs> the, the water that, that had a lot of fish, but there was a little bit of traveling in between spots. We went straight down out of San Diego to Alijos Rocks and spent uh, almost three days uh, kind of shuttling back and forth between Alijos Rocks, mainly during the day, and Alijos Bank mainly at during the nighttime, 
and the water was a little cold. It was 65 degrees for Wahoo. Uh, that doesn't mean I didn't try. I would have been negligent if I didn't try for Wahoo if I was there, but, but none were there. However, during the day, we had good action close to the rocks on medium to large yellowtail. That is anywhere from 15 to 30 pounds, biting all kinds of stuff. Pretty much whatever you wanted to play with, they were happy to bite it. And then at night, if you could stay up, um, a really, really excellent bite uh, at Alijos Bank on large to extra-large yellowtail. That is 30 to 45 pounds and pretty wide open in the dark. Uh, it was not on the surface. You had to go down to the bottom and either fish yo-yo iron or dropper loop, uh, mackerel, something like that. But it was definitely on on the on the bigger grade fish and uh after after we we had our fill of that we drove almost all the way home to the local bluefin area uh spent a couple days in the bluefin area one day just fishing for the big ones and we did we did okay on the big ones we got nine um anywhere from a little over 100 to about 212 pounds almost all on the kite with the flying fish. And then the final day we spent again with the, with the fleet, with the local fleet, and uh, got 31 bluefin, uh, again, in that school size, mainly 25 to about 40 pounds, just fly lining sardines. We got exactly one fish on a jig. I, I happened to catch it, but uh, it, was, it was pretty much all a fly line um, a fly line experience great experience uh we got for a june eight day trip probably the best weather from start to finish that i can ever remember you, it seems like there's almost always some sort of storm or some sort of rough weather that you have to go through and we just didn't encounter it we had smooth sailing all the way down all the way back and that usually translates to extra hours fishing wherever you're going and we took well advantage of that. I got to catch yellowtail every possible way. Yes, Sergio, I have caught a really big one just in memory of you on the bass rod. <laughs> very good. Very, very good. I love that. I love that. So you had a very good trip, and, again, eight days. Uh, how many actual days of fishing did you do? Well, we had uh, three days of fishing at Alios Rocks, it's hard to measure it in exact days because, uh, and, and about two and a half days on the local bluefin, it's hard to measure exactly when you don't stop. It's not like you get up at, at, at 6 in the morning, have breakfast, start fishing, have a little lunch, have dinner, and go to bed. It doesn't work like that anymore. Uh, sometimes, you know, you take a nap all afternoon and get up and, and have dinner and fish all night. I mean, it's 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 very disorienting once you get back on land, and you have to you have to sort of act like a normal human. But uh, we got all the fishing that you wanted, and if you wanted to take a nice nap in the afternoon to make sure that you were awake for the the really really big stuff that was biting at night, you could do that. And of course, a long a long run going down there and a long run coming back. If you wanted to just sleep for an entire day, you could do that. So everybody got what they wanted. 
let me ask you this question then. Okay, so you went on an eight day. That's probably more than most people will go. However, I want to know this. How many setups did you take? How many rods and reels? And then how many, how many did you actually use? And what was actually needed? How's that? Well, okay. With me, you have to separate. You have to separate my rigs into two different groups. I have a lot of loaner rigs that I bring for people. So, mm-hmm. and I think I bring about forty of those. And uh, but I don't use those. You know, I set them up, or I, I give them to people. Let them set them up the way they want to do it. Uh, that's sort of sort of a separate thing. For my own now, you got to remember, Sergio. Even though you're not going, what's coming up in just a couple of weeks in the lovely city of Orlando, Florida, uh, which is going to get me on a plane for the first time in in a year and a half. The the iCast show. Oh, okay, so guys, get, 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 we got to take we'll, a break. We'll, we'll revisit that when we get back. Okay, guys, this is got it. Angra Chronicles on Angels Radio AM eight thirty KLAA, and we'll be right back. My lucky stars to be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly Radio. AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Parades, family, barbecue, and baseball. Can you think of anything more American? Celebrating the birth of our great nation. Angels Radio, AM 830. 
All right, welcome back, everybody, to Angra Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. And uh, in case everybody notices, the music is dedicated to our uh, country's birthday and uh, our independence. And so with that being said, in a perfect timing, um, we have Captain Rick Scott on board. So QF Captain, good morning, Rick, and how are you? Good morning, Ron. How are you? I am fantastic. I woke up today. <laughs> Where's the boss? Uh, he's out at, uh, visiting his parents. Some of the most important. I'm right here, Rick. I'm right here. Important don't, things you can don't, do. Don't get excited. You can't gonna get away from me. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, he's uh, a. He's out playing. He's taking a short trip. He's <laughs> no probably pun, doing no that pun too, intended. Though. Hey, can I, can I make a request? Yeah, absolutely. I had to listen to my commercial. I sound horrible. Yeah. Well, you want to read? Yeah, we can redo that if you'd like. <laughs> no, 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 you don't have to redo it. Just make sure you don't play it when I'm on hold. <laughs> it's weird. Okay. It's weird to hear your own voice. It is, isn't it? So, uh, so what's going on? Where are you, and uh, how you doing? We're on the ocean. We're uh, looking for well, a school good. here. Uh, we had a pretty good trip on the last one. You know, we had limits to uh, roof and tuna. Cool. And, Back out. We've got a two and a half, our first two and a half of the year, kicking off Fourth of July weekend here, and uh, we're looking to find some of those bluefin again. We're in a different area. We were fishing out west on the last trip, out towards uh, out, out by the 43, I'd call it, and uh, that kind of dried up. So we're we're south down here, somewhere by Ensenada. Wow, that was a big change. I mean, that stuff was moving out towards. The basin there, what, yesterday or the day before, to see it move that fast, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, this is a different batch of fish here, I think. That fish up there just wasn't really, it, it's there, it just doesn't bite really good, and the stuff down here seems like yeah. it's pretty good. Uh, what grade of fish are you on down yesterday. there? Um, same. It's uh, mixed 20 to 110 pounders. Oh, I got you. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. That is sweet. Oh, yeah, beautiful weather. Couldn't ask for better weather for Fourth of July. It'd be a, a great day. Hey, Rick. Uh, for these people that are coming out to your boat, recommendations on tackle. You know, we were just we just got back from a trip, and the people that we went <laughs> with were very well prepared. Uh, yeah. And one of the when things people, I noticed, are I think that now, and it's yeah, it's it's tough. You know, you got to have. 30 pound because some of these fish were catching we we had some seven or eight pounders on the last trip you know and uh see, see those seven to seven pounds to 220 230 pound fish yeah you got to have it all got to bring everything so what are, so what, what do you recommend bringing with you like you know, let's just you know, make, 30, make it easy a, a 30 pound setup um a 40 pound setup a 60-pound setup and a real heavy. Of course, it's not you to 100. Anything but that heavy. Yeah, 80 to 100, or if you got 135 with 200. You know, at night those fish don't care what size yeah. line you're fishing. But it seems like we had yeah, we had a bite. Uh, and we had a bite the other night in the night, and I asked the people, you know, fish nothing less than 80 to 100 pounds. And of course, we had a, a wise guy that had lost a fish on the stop prior on 40 pounds, so he threw it again, and he fought his fish for about two two hours, two hours and 15 minutes. He gave up, and the crew started pulling on it, and it, it finally it broke the line. 
And the silly thing is, is he had a two-speed with heavy lines sitting in the pot yeah. holder on the side of the boat. I mean, and, but while he was doing that, we put people with the right gear to fish on the boat while, while uh, the whole time he was fighting his. So just mm. make sure you bring the right gear, listen to the captain, when he says to fish the heavy gear, fish the heavy gear. But in the daytime, we don't know. You know, sometimes we see that smaller fish up on the surface, and uh, all of a sudden those big ones come through. Yeah, the, the thing that I saw on, on those trips, Rick, is that that it's it is it's a mystery bite. You don't know what's going to happen. But the one thing is, when you hook them, you know, it's like I'd stay away from that forty. I'd fish, you know, small, so it'd be fifty or sixty. But we did see guys hook them with the right circle hooks, um, the owner circle hooks, and we had a couple of them. We had more than a couple. We had quite a few of them caught on. Uh, 600 size reels with 80 pound and it all it was all about listening to the crew and taking your time so not every one of those fish is going to spool you but you're gonna you know after the last two weeks of doing it i did get spooled a couple times and then i did actually see a lot of fish get caught with the right guys on the rod and listening to the crew so listen to listen to you is like i would always fish bigger stuff bigger tackle but during the day when those guys are actually throwing that 600 size rod or 600 size reel um if you do hook one of those you know just breathe through your nose and take your time yeah 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 and you know uh, bring a assortment of tackle uh, yeah like, uh, live live baits you know you see them boiling around of course you want to fish on the surface um and they kind of you see them sink out you want to have a sinker rig ready to go Seems like on the sneaker rig they'll bite the heavier line uh, a little yeah. better. Yep. And of course, at night you you want those flat fall and the knife jigs, you know. Yeah, the SK so, jig was was a hot ticket. I was watching that thing get bit pretty good. Yeah, the SK jig. Uh, there's one that we sell in the office here at H and M. Uh, Williamson jig has been pretty good. And there's another type of knife jig they have in there. It's really long and skinny. I don't know which one that is, but that one has been working pretty good, too. Is it safe to say, you guys, that at night, these fish can't really see the line, so go heavy at night. You know, fish yeah, are 100 that's pounds, what I'm fish are 80 pounds. Care. Yeah, especially but, at yeah. 200 feet, you know, 230 feet. Yeah. Yeah. On most of mine, we rig up We rig up a minimum of a 100-pound meter. Some of the stuff has a, a, a lot heavier meter. Well, sometimes we'll put on 200-pound leaders. But, yeah, at night, they don't care. That's right. And so don't take your chances. Don't use the bass rod, okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, not I'll even a honest. thought, dude. Sergio? <laughs> well, 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 let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We were out there last week, and I actually threw 25 pounds. I got hit. I got a yellow tail. I got a I felt embarrassed. I got him back and I shook him off. But it was a decent yellow tail. I go, ah, I shook him off. We were catching fish, you know, like you said, and anywhere from, what was our smallest? About 30 pounds all the way to 180. We only maybe. had one of those, though, Serge. We only had one, one little, one little fish. Guy. Yeah. Well, what, what prompted me is I saw a fish about 25 to 30 pounds come completely out of the water. You know, I got excited. I ran to my bass rod and my 710H. I had 25 pound on it with a, the little 300. I think mail that I got. We've done it. Rick, you and I have done that in the corner all the time. 
uh, it, it ended up there was a, a kelp nearby, so I got a yellowtail. Uh, but thank God it was over. That was the only time I brought it out because while we said yeah. that, we started hooking these beasts. I mean, I don't think people realize what a 180 pounder will do to you and to your gear. You have to be ready to go. So if you're going to go on these trips, in fact, we have a trip run with uh, with Rick next week, correct? Yep, on the day and a half. Yep, on the 13th, and uh, I'm excited, can't wait, and yes, I will be prepared. I'll be bringing everything from 25 all the way up through 100. So, yeah, and you'll be bringing my 600 with you, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the one I have, the mine, yes, yes. Yeah, my how many, how many reels did Sergio come back with? How many reels? How many reels did Sergio come back with? No line on them. Actually, uh, oh, no. actually I, I didn't get spooled. I did not get spooled <laughs> at all because I used the right stuff. I was using uh, yeah. the big uh, 800 narrow, okay, and uh, that one had 100 pounds. You, wait, 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 wait. I don't believe that. You don't know how to use your reel that big. I don't believe it either. I don't know if I ever saw that. I don't <laughs> think his hands will go around it. <laughs> no, 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 no. He had, 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 had to stand up on a box just to get up towards the rail to fish something like that. <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay. Seacrest told me that I had to take the little rings out of the little, um, what do you call those things on top lug of the nuts. Real, uh, Just get rid of the lug nuts. Lug. <laughs> well, that, that's your name, lug nut. Okay, I'm supposed to remove those things. I love those things. So, um, no, it was the 800 narrow with a 100 pound uh, spectra and then a, a liter that we put of 100 pound. I was using one of those jigs. But um, heavy jig, get down there. But um, it's just, it's phenomenal fishing out there. But you got to be prepared if you want to land the fish. If not, you're not going to land them. It's that simple. I mean, you, you know, you, you can try 40, you'll get bit, but you're not going to bring in a fish. Okay, so this is um, it's not for the faint of heart right now. If you want to get on it, you, you got to do it. Even the small ones are biting 60, 80, no problem. So might as well bring them in, okay? So um, a lot of enjoyment going on. So uh, are we full for next uh, week, Ron? Uh, yes, we are. Okay, so we were sold out for full. Next, I think uh, we're full for quite a while. Yeah, you guys, they're, they're not. You guys, uh, all your trips are, are full all the way up. I believe in through into October. So wow. So but, book but, now. Go, but go online, guys, because she is really great about updating in case somebody cancels. You know, there's one that'll pop up real quick, and you know, even on our trip, we had one and it went away really quick. It's just, uh, but keep checking online. And Rick, where can they find all that? Um, you can log on to oceanodysseyfishing.com and book right online, um, or give Dina a call at six one nine eight eight nine four five three five. And if there is a trip that's full. Um, you can give Dina a call, and she has a waiting list. If somebody, like you said, somebody does back out, um, an email goes out. She doesn't call you, but an email will go out to the people on the, uh, the waiting list, and the first ones that uh, pick it up and call in and book that reservation are the lucky ones. Yes. I mean, I, I'm a little bit perturbed at that because, you know, I like to sneak in once in a while. Ron, you and I won't be able to sneak in if you sold out. I was actually looking at that because there is a trip that I'm not going to go on coming up here real shortly, and I was looking at Rick's schedule, and oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's great because, you know, the, the, the Rick's boat, you know, Ocean Odyssey is the fun, one of the finest things I've ever been on, and 
you know, you, one thing Rick can guarantee, you can't guarantee you the fish, but he can sure guarantee you service, and you get it plenty. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, Rick, I know, you got, I know you're on the water. I know you're on the sat phone. Thank you for the information. It's so important that people are well-prepared. Um, you know, we, we always say this, but it really is a big deal right now when you have 180 to 200-pound fish, actually over 200-pound fish, swimming around. And uh, like Ben said, he got spooled two or three times, even on 50 and 60. I mean, there's some big fish out there. And the worst thing you can do is throw out a bait or a jig and get spooled. And if you throw out a jig, not only did you get spooled with all that spectrum that's expensive, you also lost the jig, right? So uh, make sure that you are prepared before you jump on any of these boats because a fish of a lifetime is only a castaway. You like that, Tony? Love that. That's that the way good. it is. Boom. <laughs> I stole that from your tagline there. <laughs> all right, Rick, make it happen, brother. Good luck. We will see you next week. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know I'll bring my bass rod anyway, okay? But we'll have a great, great time. When's Tony going to make us some bait for out here? Yeah. Like that? It's in the works. It's in the works. And you'll be the first. <laughs> All right. And especially with lobster season coming up in a couple months, you know how that goes, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know. You got that covered. <laughs> we need some offshore bait. Well, I know right. a guy. We'll fix it up. Yeah. Let's get it done. <laughs> okay. Well, everybody have a great week. Um, look uh, for our reports here this week. Uh, and I look forward to talking to everybody next weekend. You got it, my friend. Have a great trip, and we look right. forward to a positive report. All right? Okay, guys. Thank uh, you. Everybody have a happy fourth. Thanks, Rick. Okay, we got to go to break here. We're Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. We'll be right back. To myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. 
Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM830. All right, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA. And real quick, I need to go to Tommy. He's been waiting a long time. And Tommy and Kathy, how are you? Hi. Good morning, guys. Where are you headed? Okay. I want to try and get some uh, trout fishing in up there because uh, you can't go up north because there's there's no time. Okay. But we're looking forward to next month. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and plan a fishing trip with you guys. Okay, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, you got plenty of bite on, correct? Yes, oh, we do. Of course we do. We okay. got our Angler Chronicle shirts on too. Okay, thank you for representing us. I know you guys always do, shirt. and we look forward to every trip that you guys come on. And I'm apologize for having you on hold so long, but. You know, thank you very much, and right. for being a great follower. Yes, yes, and you guys have a safe weekend. And happy anniversary, Sergio. Thank you so much, my friend. You guys take care of yourselves. Uh, you know you guys are special to us, so go out there, slay some fish, and give us a report. All right. We will. We you will. Take care. Okay. okay we'll talk All, to right. You soon. All right, guys. Thanks. All right. Let's uh, – um, one gentleman that usually joins our crew every morning uh, kind of took in an extra little bit of nap time. Uh, we can go to Oliver right now. Good morning, Oliver Solis for Fishing Syndicate. You know what? Wait a Good minute. Morning, you know, make him wait. Make him wait. If he didn't get up. Okay. Because, I mean, we have me. We have he. What, what's he's in, in between? He's an in between. Okay. Well, <laughs> Good morning, Oliver. Good morning. Um, so I guess it is a California blue jay. Um, I got one next to <laughs> my window. I actually, I actually just posted on Angel Chronicles so people know about this California blue jay. <laughs> oh my God! You got hit with a California blue jay. Oh man! Hey, 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 hey! No wonder. See, here's the thing. He went to visit you, and and Mia is here because the blue jay was at your house. Very cool. That's right. Well, Tony, any, right. any recommendations on how to uh, get rid of the Mias? I mean, the Mias, <laughs> the, the Blue Jays? <laughs> nah, it's all good. Well, good morning, Oliver, and welcome for joining the group sure. here. Stay with us here. I do want to talk about something that we were just talking with Rick, and um, I'm going to go to uh, Ben a little bit more on this one, and Steve, too, if you want to chime in. Um, I mean, we got to see a, a different caliber of fishermen, okay, and I'm not saying anything bad or good or indifferent. It's just that these guys were so well prepared. Uh, we just did the Frenzarallo Tuna Wars six, and Ben, you have to admit, I think the lightest rod that was there was my bass rod. Um, these people were so well equipped. The amount of tackle, the right amount of tackle, tackle, the right reels, the right line, and I think that's what caused us to get. 17 of the bigger fish we did miss a few 
Okay, but those are pulled hooks and stuff like that. But uh, we didn't have a busted hook. Okay, people were using hooks that were too thin. Why don't you cover some of that, um, uh, Ben? Because it's it's important that these people go out and have the right gear. Yeah, I mean, what I could see with normally on something like that, I'm going to go ATD in it all the time. That means uh, we at Accurate we have a bigger. Um, I would say the Sherman tank reel. It's the 30, 30s and the 50s where that you know are going to put out this huge amount of drag and stuff. But honestly, from what I could see is that you needed line capacity on a lot of those bigger fish that were going down. So if you do have a 30 size reel, that's great. You know, I saw Makaras on the boat. I saw pens. I saw guys with, you know, a variety of different types of tackle on the boat. But the one thing I'll say is you're going to want to, the 80 to 100, I would say, you know, when I say 80 and 100, that would be braid. And then you're going to be wanting to fish a wind-on of 100 to 130. Like I was fishing a 100-pound wind-on, and I was using that a lot with the jigs. So on my jig, I'd have 200-pound test on my jig or, you know, 300-pound test on that jig. And then I'd have a swivel that I'd tie into that 100-pound tying knots you know so 100 pound it's sort of difficult to tie a knot there's a knot called a springer knot learn the springer knot you can go through and tie 100 pound with the springer knot you can even tie 130 the key is figuring out how to cinch it so the deck hands will show you how to cinch things um knots are super important when you're doing stuff like that what i learned prior to this trip that we were just on i was fishing last week with a couple buddies down in san diego and we had 1340 pounds for seven so we had a whole bunch of big ones we also had crimp failures like i'd never seen where i'd seen like four big ones go away because of crimp failures if you don't know how to crimp and you're going into a store learn first thing i would say is like i'm sure steve's done some um videos on crimp and i've never done any videos on crimp and i'm not really that crimping guy but it's like a lot of guys crimp learn how to crimp correctly when you're going to crimp stuff because to lose a big fish because of a crimp is an absolute just heartbreak and i saw it happen several times but um these are some of the things that i'm thinking about because the grade of the fish when sergio's saying we caught big fish these are a small ones like a buck 20. <laughs> they're Jeez. all they're all running yeah. up but you know uh, they're all running mm -hmm. up to 180 200 pounds and the thing that i could tell you the most on that is listen to the guys keep the fish in front of you and you don't create these angles when you go to go finish a fish is get a fish up to the front of the boat get it away from everybody let the fish go into big circles the crew's going to be able to go through and navigate you to where you need to be but do not let that fish get angles on you and when i saw guys getting angles we were screaming and yelling at guys to get the fish in front of them the crew will let everybody work together with you. They'll keep everybody's line away from the, where, where it needs to be. And it's amazing to see how fast they can go through and get you in and out of tangles. And then off you go and around. Mm -hmm. So the fish of a lifetime is going to be a couple things like being prepared, having that 100 pound, having, you know, 100 or 80, I would say 100 pound for sure, having the right wind-ons, um, having the right hooks, making sure you get the right jigs. Um, having sinkers for your sinker rigs, have a variety of sizes for your sinker rigs. Um, and then, you know, your hook assortment, like Sergio was saying, no light hooks. When they say light wire hooks, don't use them. I mean, the thing that we were looking at is we'd see a hook break, you know, where the hook was breaking in the side of their mouth. They'd get the oh, hook in the right spot. They put, take, put pressure on it. They'd break that hook. But you're going to want 
100 you're gonna want you're gonna want maybe 80 65 80 and when you bring the reels don't bring small reels that don't hold line get reels that hold some lines so you're gonna need 350 to 500 yards of line i know the the fathoms and uh the accurate the accurate 600s were uh pretty popular you know with that group of with that group of guys because they they hold a lot of line and they put out some drag so um that's super important and again when he's talking about the the least i would go is 50 i'd have a 50 a 65 an 80 100 or 130 i'd have four minimal i'd have the jigs i'd have the knife jigs the regular flat falls i'd have a good assortment of circle hooks don't use j hooks i'd have the the leader the leaders and when i'm saying leader wise you can go as light as 30 because you might run into those little guys but if you prepared be, be prepared to catch a bigger fish so have leader from like 30 to 100 at least and maybe if what that would be 130 sinker rigs we were using the lightest we're using is four ounce so you have something that goes from four ounce to 16 ounce um and then uh, i would say the big thing too is finger tape because what happened i was watching these guys fingers start to go away and they were like mm -hmm. they couldn't figure it out well you, you're trying to sit there and put your thumb on braid it's going to go right through your skin so finger tape was another one that was was super important to me just watching that stuff but i will tell you from experience from prior to this trip i had fished a couple chips this last week that there's different fish out there and there's different grades of fish right so we were trying to get a kite up and i thought i'd be a jokester and throw i was throwing um 500 a 500 size reel with 65 on and i had um 40 pound leader i and when i say spooled i didn't get down spooled off i had to pinch off to break the fish off at less less than half a spool that happened to me two different times if i would have let them go they would have took mm. everything and the thing about it is it's not so much how much drag when you have a reel that's a smaller diameter versus a 30 it's not going to get the same amount of drag and i'm telling you something they can really take the line and they take it fast so i agree i hope everybody was taking notes because that's 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 key okay and um here here at angler chronicles we've always said we want to provide you the edge to catch more fish and that edge, I think, is knowledge, okay? And not that we impart knowledge or anything, but it's just like, you know, we have experience. And we're just trying to communicate with you of what's been working really well to make sure you guys can put that fish on that boat. All right, everybody. Sergio, we got to take a break. So we'll be right back. This is uh, Anger Chronicles on Angels Radio AM830, and we'll be back with the sheriff, the jig slinger. Older than the trees, younger than the mountains. Kicks Brooks here, letting you know that with the More Rewards card from Navy Federal Credit Union, you can earn three times the points at supermarkets, food and delivery, and gas, plus one point on everything else. Rewards don't expire while your account is open and can be redeemed for cash, travel, and more. At Navy Federal, our members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org for more details and to apply. Insured by NCUA, open to the armed forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. American Express is a registered service mark used by Navy Federal under license. 
Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one -on -one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month, but you have to go to abcmouse.com radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Angels Radio AMA 30 KA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners, or management. Any and all on air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Oh, I'm so sorry that I cut Sammy. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AMA 30. And of course, everybody knows what this means. You got to step up to the plate. Point to center field and let it fly. Good morning, Danny. Hey, good morning, Ron, and, and uh, good morning to, to Sergio, Steve Carson, Ron, Ben, Tony, Andrew. I hope I've got everybody there. Speaking of the Angels, uh, Ron, how about uh, Shohei and his two big flies last night up yeah. to number 30 now? Yeah, and that two games in a row? Two games in yeah. a row with two homers? Yeah. yeah Outstanding. I mean, uh, it's, it, it really is outstanding. A lot of fun. Anyway, um, boy, you guys, uh, Ron, you've had a busy, you and Ron, uh, Sergio, and Ben, uh, all together. At last Saturday, you started off with the Dream Extreme Derby. Then Sunday night, a captain's meeting. Tuesday, two new awards, six. Um, and congrats, uh, by the way, on the big blue fan, 17, I guess. I saw the... Um, yeah. Uh, Sergio's Facebook report there on it. Well, so, uh, Danny, I, Danny Jackson, yeah. I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you because you mentioned the Angels. So I have to mention today that Argentina <laughs> plays Copa America today. It's a qualifying match. You either win or you go home. So today, everybody cross your fingers. Argentina is playing, and we got to win. That's all I'm going to say. You know what, uh, Sergio? I'm actually going to watch that game. I'm going to see if... Well, I need to take a nap. That'll probably help. But <laughs> I am going to try to remain and 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 watch that to understand what soccer is all about. So, anyways, um, yeah. And you know well, what? I know. Thank you, Danny. That we did have a great busy week, and not to mention I was on the El Dorado for a day and a half, and uh, we'll get to that later. Yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. That's right. That's right. Oh, you guys, you guys have really been uh, burning it at both ends. But, you know, it's it's July now. I mean, fishing is great. And uh, Angler Chronicles is right there. I mean, we we are right there. I can't wait to start working on uh, on the uh, Tuna War Six episode for Bally's. You know, we'll do that pretty soon. I, I'm sure. But anyway, uh, I haven't been as busy as you guys, Ron and Sergio. That's that's for sure. I did uh, get a chance to take the, the Angler Chronicles too. The center console out of Freedom Boat Club yesterday with Carrie and I. We uh, just fish locally here off Long Beach. Lots of barracuda, lots of barracuda. 
We had uh, good bait from nachos, who incidentally, nachos barge has squid, sardine, and anchovies still right there at the east end of the break wall. So good bait, good fishing, uh, always nice to fish with my daughter there. So, But anyway, yeah, I just wanted to uh, congratulate all of you on, on, a, on a real busy week and, and a fun week, and we, we can't wait to... I put it on television. The Lake Elsinore Dream Extreme will be on TV as well. We'll be working on that. So, but Ron, let me get right in. Hey, so hey, ben, uh, let me just let yeah. me just say this to you, Danny, um, and Ben can attest to that. The camera almost didn't have to go on the second day. That's how much fish we had. Okay, yeah. um, and you know these 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 are long battles with these big tuna. So, everybody listening, please get ready. When this Tuna War 6 episode comes out, it is wall-to-wall action, huge fish. You're going to see people buckling on their knees. I love it. I love it when you have to take the whole uh, prayer position, okay, because it's the only way. So great footage. John was so excited because he was able to get a lot of great footage. I mean, I'm telling you, almost the second day we didn't even have to turn it on. Because it was like, no, nah, it's almost like when we went catfish that one time with you. If it's not yeah. 150 pounds, camera doesn't even go on. <laughs> well, you know, any trip when you're when you're the videographer, and I, I was did that many many times in my lifetime. When you can get the job done right out of the gate, <laughs> I mean, that's that's nice. I've had trips where at the end of the day you wondered what you were going to put together, you know, but but not the tuna war six. So. Really looking forward to it. And Ben, I wanted to see you. Made a comment a while ago. Said you said the smaller ones were a buck twenty. What what does that say about our fishing when the smaller ones are uh, 120 pounds? I mean, my gosh, it's it's a phenomenal year, and let's hope it continues. Probably will. Danny, um, you know the one thing that, I, and I, I've been out there playing with these things for quite a few years now. We had a bite, not on this last trip, but on the la- on the, the trip before, we had a bite, and we hooked 14 fish, and every single fish was 200 or better. Oh, my gosh. I mean, And, and it was crazy because when we got to that stuff, we were fishing all big tackle, and there was so much drag on the reels that it actually, when I went home, I couldn't even move my arms. And I, I went to, I think yeah. I did three of those things, and I was done for the rest of my time. Ben, I was just wondering, what did uh, Dave Marciano think about those big fish? I mean, that's more right down his alley. Uh, he had, he had a lot of fun with us. We had, he, uh, I got to I gotta tell you a real quick story. He was telling me, he goes, these jigs are BS. I keep on fishing these jigs, and these jigs don't work. These jigs are just crap. And he kept on telling me that, and I was standing with him, and I, I don't know where Sergio was somewhere else on the boat, and I was standing right next to him. I was right, right behind him. you guys watching watching from afar. Uh, he was sitting there, and he's giving me a bunch of crap, and then all of a sudden I watched his body tighten up, and I started cracking up, and he goes, I go, those jigs don't work, do they, Dave? And he just goes, I had to talk, keep on talking crap or I wouldn't have got a bite. And he cooked the fish on a jig. And it, 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 it at the end, he, he just was real quiet with me. And he goes, that beat the crud out of me. And I started laughing. Oh, but there's, yeah. there's opportunities there, and all those fish are nice fish. So if you haven't caught a 100-pounder, get out there. Yeah, well, that, yeah, those are amazing fish. I've seen ones on the east coast as well but it's nice to have that kind of fishing right here in our back backyard so it's uh, excellent 
Well, uh, Ron and Sergio, let me get to the TV show tomorrow, Angler Chronicles. Uh, we're gonna, tomorrow we're going to run Spotlight Pierpoint Landing. And, Sergio, this is the one that we put kind of a compilation of two trips. One was on the Enterprise, outstanding uh, yellowtail fishing locally, yeah, just uh, 150 in that area. And then aboard, the, and also the Toronado, uh, San Nicolas Island, with lots of the great uh, rockfish fishing that you have at, um, at San Nick. So anyway, we're going to run that episode tomorrow, and uh, um, we'll get one last look at the fishing, uh, or I should say the shoe giveaway at 8 o'clock. Then at 8.30 tomorrow morning, Spotlight Pierpoint Landing at 8.30, Valley Sports West. It'll run five times this next week, and uh, uh, that's it. So uh, once you guys all have a great weekend, and fishing's good, the life is good, and We'll leave it at that right now, there, Ron. Yeah, that I, that's exciting. It we got a lot of new stuff coming out, as you said, and I cannot wait to see all the footage. Well, I, let me yeah. add this: Pierpoint right now uh, has <clears throat> the following. On the half day, you take a kid fishing for free, so you get one free kid child's uh, ticket um, with one paid adult. So get these kids out there on the half day. The city of Long Beach, get out there out of Pier Point, take them fishing, get them hooked. Okay, great way to celebrate the Fourth of July in their summer. So thank you, Danny, and uh, we'll talk to you when I get back uh, later on this week. Okay, you bet, Sergio, and we'll we'll see you all. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Well, you know what? That's kind of a great lead-in since Ben was telling us uh, what's been going on with Dave Marciano. You know, on Sunday, we had the captain's reception. We went out there and uh, happy to support uh, the kids of uh, uh, Captain Rollo's Kids at Sea program. Um, we love it because it takes kids, underprivileged kids, puts them out on the ocean. A lot of these kids live only 20 miles away from from the ocean. They've never even seen the beach. Okay, so this program allows, um, you know, th- this organization, Friends of Rollo, to take kids, put them on a boat, take them out fishing and introduce them to a new environment. Uh, with that, having said that, um, I got to see some really crazy stuff. And, you know, Ben and I are always telling people, you know, we don't consider ourselves experts or legends, none of that. I was learning stuff. You know, um, if you watch Wicked Tuna, uh, one of the things that really stood out for me was when they grabbed their hand they grab the line and they pull on the line, then turn the reel. Uh, ben, I saw Nancy on her knees with the rod bent, and that's what she was doing, and she was gaining. Why don't you explain what that what that whole thing's about? Well, I mean, a lot of times you can't turn the handle, and if you watch deckhands a lot of times to help people get line on the reel. They'll grab a hold of the line and they pinch it. And when I say they pinch it, it's not like they're holding it straight so the line's straight with your knuckles. If your knuckles are parallel and you got the line in your hands, you turn your knuckles so that you you pinch the line and you can pull it back and turn the handle at the same time. She's done that a lot with Dave. She knows how to do that. It's not that difficult a thing to do, but when you get yourself in a pinch where you can't turn the handle, reach out to the line a lot of the times when you grab the line you turn your handle at an angle and what i say is 
if your knuckles are there are are parallel with the line make sure your knuckles go to a t to the line and that just pinches the line and you can pull the line back it's not for everybody and you with braid you have to be super careful because that, that fish takes off he's going to cut your hands up so it's always nice to have a glove if you got a glove a lot of guys wear gloves when they're fishing but i've done that a lot with really really big blue fins where i get in again this is just a different type of fishing if I can't wind on them, I stick them in the rod holder, I grab a hold of the line, I pinch the line, pull back, and every time I'm pulling, I'm turning the handle. Nancy landed that fish on that boat doing that. And that just shows <laughs> you that they have initiative in their head that they're not gonna lay they're not gonna stay idle. The longer the fish is on the line, the more chance of losing the fish. Pinching and winding works. All right, everybody, we gotta there take go. a break. We got the music coming on. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM830 KLAA. Through the night with the light from above. From the mountains to the prairies to the oceans wide with foam. Angels Radio AM830. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Fishing fanatics will love a value-packed membership in Freedom Boat Club. For only a one-time entry fee and low monthly dues, you can access offshore fishing boats, walk-arounds, bow riders, pontoons, and cruisers at Freedom Boat Club of Huntington Beach and San Diego, plus 950 boats at nearly 100 locations nationwide. Hook up with Freedom Boat Club and get three months free on all new memberships. Call 888-781-7363. That's 888-781-7363. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right, everybody, welcome back. This is... Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. And real quickly, I know we're talking about a very important subject of Friends of Rollo and Tuna Wars, but on the line right now, we got to go to Steve Feltz out of Long Beach Sport Fishing. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. How's everyone doing this morning? Fantastic. Doing real good. Good, good. Well, uh, fishing's been good, guys, uh, overnight and locally. Um, I'd like to start out with the El Dorado. Captain Jeff has been on fire overnight. Uh, He's been posting 20 to 30 yellowtail a trip, and these are these are all nice fish along with excellent, excellent calico bass fishing, rounding off the sacks with the big rockfish. Um, fishing's been really, really good for Captain Jeff. Uh, they depart every night at 8.30 p.m. for Island Freelance. So uh, come on out, guys. Yeah, I can attest to that. I just got off a trip. I'm not sure. Am I, am I on? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, didn't sound like it. So, uh, but I just got off the boat there on Thursday, and it was outstanding. So, uh, and yes, Captain Jeff is on fire. Every every uh, we caught twenty one um, yellowtail, and uh, we almost had limits of uh, calico bass as well. 
and then like you said topped it off with the rockfish but the yellows were all anywhere from 15 they were all weighed um uh, up to 24 and a half pounds so it, yeah, it, good, nice good quality yeah so go ahead steve oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's my fault uh, well that's it. uh the big news is local fishing guys local fishing has been old school style summer fishing limits of barracuda limits of bass everything's eating the iron uh victory's been it just it's just been phenomenal local fishing um it's been the best local fishing that uh we've seen in years and years so if you guys get a chance you want to do some local fishing uh jump aboard the victory they depart every day at 6 a.m return about 4 p.m bring your bass rods and your jig sticks come on out it's been it's been excellent guys like i said it's been the best local fishing we've seen in in years and uh hopefully it hopefully it holds on all summer it's been been really good uh, they've been selling out pretty quick guys because we're keeping the load we're still keeping the load at only 35 people so uh come on out um 6 a.m to 4 p.m on the victory okay and then uh, what about the the uh, dreamer Oh, yeah, Captain Allen's been on fire, the legendary Captain Allen Watson. Uh, his last trip, they had, they had 12 sea bass up to 50 pounds and 16 big yellowtail. And keep in mind, they probably lost as many yellowtail between the sea lions and the rocks and structure and stuff like that. But uh, he's been on fire, as always, Captain Allen. Um, if you want to book the Dreamer, uh, get your pens ready, guys. If you miss it, just call the landing. I'll give you the phone number. Uh, but Reggie's number is 775-250-2777. And, uh, yeah, we, just fishing's phenomenal right now, guys. Um, so just come on out. If you want to book through the website, it's longbeachsportfishing.com. You click the book online tab. If you have any problems whatsoever, any other questions, just give us a call at the landing, 562-432-8993. Come on out fishing, guys. Like I said, locally and overnight, it's been it's been excellent. All right. Thank you, Steve. And, uh, you know, something I can attest that it has been outstanding. It's just uh, it was one of the best trips that I've had all year. I'm glad you had a good time, brother. Yeah. Thank you very, very much. And uh, let, we'll look forward to talking to you next week. All right. Thanks for the airtime, guys. You guys all have a happy, safe fourth. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. Gotcha. Okay, now we can get back to uh, Sergio and talking about tuna wars. Well, actually, what I want to do now, since Steve prompted you, why don't you give us a little bit of a synopsis of your trip? You had a phenomenal trip, Deron. Yeah, it was, you know, uh, the weather right now has just been incredible. It was such a, you know, usually I usually get to bed about midnight, you know, and sleep. You know what? You know me, Sergio. I'm usually up by 4 or 5 mm-hmm. early, and, and I didn't wake up till 6.30. And, and that's oh, really real. That's how I know you, I pulled a Sergio. You pulled a Sergio, yeah. and uh, it was so smooth. <laughs> it was just running out there, uh, and you know they. It was just a good trip. Jeff, you know, anchored us uh, and put us out there and says, you know, we're just waiting. They started chumming, and sure enough, um, we picked at them, uh, and but was steady. There was at least one or two fish on at all times, and yes, we did lose a few of them because. Like we keep saying, you've got to be prepared. And these fish were not your little, you know, five and ten pounders that we had been catching. They're in the fifteen to twenty-five pound range. And guys, that's one of the best fighting fish out there. And if you're not prepared, you're going to get bit. And we had quite a few people that were um, uh, not prepared, broke off, and were using too light line. And we tried to help them out. And it's one an Anger Chronicles school. You got to listen, especially like Ben brought up something really important. Listen to the deckhands. I mean, they do this every single day. 
But, and then later on in the afternoon, we got into the Calico Bass, and it was wide open, and there were a lot of keepers. Uh, luckily, we do our CPR. We catch, photograph, and release a lot of them. Um, and it went off, and then we ended up the day uh, looking for uh, some uh, uh, white sea bass. We did not get one this time, but we did end up with some really, really quality rockfish. Yeah, no, it, it looked like it was a phenomenal trip, and that just uh, seals the deal. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking tuna out of San Diego. We're talking, you know, great quality yellowtail and rockfish out of the Long Beach area. Also, Dana Wharf is doing real well, even on white sea bass. And then you travel up north, you got more yellowtail, a lot more white sea bass. And I'm talking Oxnard, you know, with a lot of rockfish as well. So it's just uh, unbelievable fishing right now. So, you know, you definitely want to be out and ready, okay? And um, just, um, again, make sure you have the right gear for the right fishing, okay? It's not, it's just a waste of time and money, okay? So um, I want to go back to some of the stuff because, you know, I saw a lot of heartbreaks, um, and I've been hearing a lot of heartbreaks from people. They go out there, they hook up to a big fish, and they don't have the right gear. Um, I know that I always say, you know, the bass rod, the bass rod, but this is not the time for the bass rod, okay? Not if you're going out of San Diego for these tuna. And um, uh, some of the jigs, we've been asked some questions about some of the jigs. Um, Steve Carson just posted on Friends of Angler Chronicles, uh, the Williamson line, okay, they're great jigs. In fact, uh, Rick told us those are working. Um, I saw personally, in fact, um, uh, the fish that Nancy caught came on the Shimano, uh, the Colt Sniper. Uh, but the SK jigs were doing phenomenal as well. Right now, it seems like a skinnier jig is working real well, almost like a knife jig. Um Ben, you want to expand on that? Well, the only thing I was going to say is that um, is that a lot of the jigs right out of the package aren't ready to go. So especially yes, um, yes, yes. especially the Shimano. Shimano has a jig, and so does Daiwa. They have the uh, you just said it, the Colt Sniper, and Daiwa has one that's very similar. And there's Mega Baits and everything else. What you want to do is make sure that you get a, a, a at least a 200 pound split ring. It's rated. You can see it right on there. And get yourself a 3x or 5x hook, super sharp. Uh, up to you if you want to use a treble or a single. What I would do is I'd use a single on the back, depending on how big the jig is, and you'll figure out how big you want to use a hook. Have it, um, have it, have it. So it's, I want to say it's got a larger gap in it, so you got a better hook comp potential. And then up top, put a couple of swing and stinger hooks. And again, make sure that you put get those swing and stinger hooks 150 200 pounds so that they'll, they'll hold up but the key to a lot of that stuff too is that you've now you have your jig rigged now you're going to tie it up and you're going to tie it up to 200 pound put a swivel up top because to have your line twist and continue to twist as you're jigging all night it can really mess stuff up and the only way to get rid of that twist is to cut that jig off and put the line behind the boat again so then you let the line out and you're going to wind it back in so the swivel really helps a lot the swivel super important you want a 300 pound swivel back there or up top your leader for your jigs will be separate so there'll be like a three foot leader probably any longer than that a lot of times it gets very difficult to get the jig up 
because it's going to hit your tip of your rod tip and it will blow your rod eye right out. So um, you just got to be really super careful with that stuff. Um, you can go to a lot of places uh, and they'll rig the stuff for you. But remember, if it's a five foot tuna, the end of his belly is only going to be two and a half, three feet from his mouth. So you don't need this huge, long leader. Just remember that. That's a key thing. And then if you are going to get a couple different ones, just learn how to go through and wind the line so that you can keep the line like in a certain, you know, keep it in a coil. But the key is put rubber bands on it or use those. Um, use those metal ties that you used to use on baggies years ago to keep everything nice and nice and ready to go because when that stuff starts you don't want to sit there and play with your leaders and try to get your leaders untangled um you know i have i have a question real quick um do you prefer a single hook or a treble hook see we're just talking about that for me right now i've always been a treble hook dude but the the single hooks seem to be working way better for you know actual hook set i saw fish couple fish hooked on that trip that were hooked with the stinger hook and hooked with the single hook in the back so what the guys were doing on the sk jigs is they had they had two single hooks off the back of that jig and that was working really well but then i saw another guy put a stinger hook on the top of it and i actually saw a couple fish hooked with two hooks one right right buried in the mouth and the other one was buried right in the side gill plate there and, and steve carson what do you think is it what do you well uh, I, I tend to change around a little bit my most recent favorite has been and when we talk about treble hooks let me be very clear sergio Owner ST66 treble hooks. Yep. Not whatever yeah. they have. Three four. Not at Wally World. Not anywhere. Not what's in your tackle box. Owner ST66s. And then whatever's treble hook size the lure comes with from the factory, throw those away and go up two sizes. Uh, and you would be astounded at the at the holding power of those large, oversized owner FT66s. Like Ben, I sometimes do put one or even two uh, of the uh, the stinger style hooks off the nose. Um, when the fish are biting more on the retrieve, and it varies trip to trip, that treble hook is absolutely better. When they're mostly biting the jig on the sink. And some trips, that's what they're biting. Then the two stinger hooks off the tail as well is a little better. Uh, but I've missed a, a pretty fair number of fish, you know, in reverse. When, when they're biting the retrieve and I've had those free-swinging hooks off the tail, I've missed some bites. And conversely, when they're biting the sink and I've had the treble hook, I've missed some bites. So, so I, I have rigs. <laughs> you know me. I have rigs set up both ways. Yeah, and I, I want to stress this. I want to stress this. I want to stress the the thing that Ben said, wide gap. I posted a picture of a fish that was coming over the rail, and you see Nancy's head, and you see the fish's head. And you can almost say she he could have just swallowed her up. You need to have a wide hook, okay, a wide gap hook. I can't stress that enough, okay? And, and, and when you get some of these, uh, Mutu's, the, the owner Mutu, the circle hook, you need to make sure you have the right size, okay? Sometimes they get a little finicky, but that's not what's going on right now. They want it. They, they, they want to eat it, especially if you go deep, okay? A lot of the sinker rigs um, are, are, are getting bit, and it just makes it easier to put on a bait, 
okay, when it's a wider gap hook on the Mutu, in other words, a bigger size, please do not use the Mutu lights. Saw a couple of those break. Use the regular. Or the okay. Mutu hybrids. Or the Mutu or hybrids. The Mutu hybrids. I, I love them, but not for this. Okay, not uh, for this. Yeah. Hey guys, um, we're talking about the Tuna Wars trip, and on the line right now we have Mike Lum. Can we queue him up? Queue up Mike Lum. Absolutely. And uh, good morning, Mike. How are you, sir? You know, I'm doing just fine, guys. I'm listening to you talk about uh, Tuna Wars and what a what an enormous uh, success it was, and I, I just couldn't help but think of the total package of the reception on Sunday, followed by that fabulous fishing. But uh, what I, what what's going on in my head actually is the amount of support from from all of you guys, the the in, industry at large. Um, this has just been a fantastic week for the kids, or the Rollo Kids program. Uh, we're we're going to be able to add over 1,500 more kids to to the program as a direct result of Tuna Wars. None of that would be possible without the support we got from you guys, and of course from the captains Dave and Paul coming out from uh, from Wicked Tuna to make this happen. So we do so have I'm to good, we do good, have I'm, to re- let yeah. everybody know that Mike Lum actually was on the winning team. Where Sergio and I yeah, are still well, looking our wounds. Yeah, don't don't uh, even go there. I mean, we're we're, we're looking at hey. three, the top three fish. We have four hundred eighty four pounds. I had and to they do it, Mike. Seven, seven. Oh my! Hey, God. Mike. That, that was uh, Mike. This is Ron. I was going to bring that up, but Ben took my thunder. Congratulations. <laughs> you did good, Mike. Well, you, you got to remember. Normally, I don't fish on this on this tournament. I honestly, I am so tied up trying to get things going that going fishing is is, is lower on my list. But um, Maui Jim Sunglasses uh, really is a huge sponsor of this, and unfortunately, due to travel restrictions within their company, uh, Mike Battistoni was unable to make it out this year. Normally, he fishes that spot that I was in, and so. That's the reason I was on the boat, and, and if nothing else, getting to see th- this size of fish come over the rail is not something I normally see. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, I don't normally fish for big tuna, and uh, and to see this happen was just phenomenal. Uh, I'll be looking at the pictures forever, and uh, and it was really, really exciting. I would encourage anybody that that is is listening. If you have an opportunity to get down to San Diego and get out on one of these boats, don't worry if you don't have all the right gear. All the landings are renting top-quality gear. Uh, rent the gear. The crew will help you through every step of the way, and you have a really good chance of catching the biggest fish you will ever catch. And uh, don't miss the opportunity. Yeah, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push one more thing. He's telling you how important the crew is, right, Mike? The, Mike, the crew is super, super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when they go through and help you catch those fish, do not forget them at the end of the trip. Tip oh, your God, crew. Do not tip your crew, yeah, tip your captain. There were many fish on our boat that simply would not have, have been landed had it not been for the crew on top of every move that was made. And, and they really are very, very good at what they do. But uh, you're right, uh, uh, Ben, they're they cannot be underappreciated or under-tipped. Take care of those guys. Uh, 
But uh, anyway, I, I called in really just to tell you, thank you, each of you. Uh, Sergio, it was wonderful having you at the reception. I'm sorry I didn't get to spend more time with you, but I don't think I was in the same spot for more than three seconds the entire evening. So um, it was a wonderful, wonderful event, and uh, it's nice to see the buzz on social media about it still continuing. Everybody's still fired up about it. And Dave and Paul have both already agreed uh, to come back next year. We're moments away from having dates nailed down. That's never happened ever. And uh, that will end up being uh, Tuna War 7, and uh, we'll announce uh, the dates and uh, and give out details as soon as we have them. Uh, I have a hunch with the success of this one, uh, those boats will fill up very quickly for next year, and uh, the captain's reception will return, and we're making a lot of uh, notes and uh, we're going to make it uh, bigger and better for next year and uh, put even more kids out there on the water as a result. Okay, well, I'm just going to say this. As we were leaving, Ben and I were in the car coming out of the parking lot. Here comes Mike Lum, you know, saying, you know, say, you know hey, yeah, we won. I'm going, yeah, thanks. You know, you guys won. We lost. We were, like, like Ben said, licking our wounds. I mean, guys, I want you to think, three fish, okay, we had 484 pounds. They had 507, no, 14. It was like 27 pounds between us or 28 pounds between us. That's it on three large fish, okay? And so I'm licking my wounds. What does Mike Lum say? Do you remember, Ben, who won? The kids won. That's you know, right. The that's whip. what Mike that's said. That's what I was going to say. The best benefit yeah, of all this but you know, the kids. That's what the winners say to the losers, you know? You know, me, I'm like, ha, ha, ha. You know, I would have laughed a little bit, but anyway. <laughs> All right, everybody, we have that to. hasn't tried this. <laughs> we have, have to go, go to break, guys. Sorry. Mike, stay on. We'll break on. Okay, this is uh, Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM830 KLAA. For Purple Mountain Majesty. Angels Radio AM830. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Brie, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Parades, family, barbecues, and baseball. Happy birthday, America. From Angels Radio, AM 830. 
company. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. And we still have uh, Mike Lum on board. Sergio, you got a question? Yeah, well, well Mike, um, you, you mentioned that they're going to be doing it again for next year. Um, yeah, for everybody that doesn't have the uh, opportunity to go on one of these two boats, I highly recommend you come out to the captain's reception meeting. It's a great way to meet these guys. They'll sign autographs for you. And there's a lot of other people. I mean, one of the, the, the I mean, one of my highlights was being able to see Tommy Gomes again. <clears throat> I haven't seen him because of the pandemic in such a long time. He's got a new TV show. It's fantastic. You know, if you want to see what from the commercial side and the selling of, of seafood, it, it really is great. And then just everybody there. I mean, you see all the sponsors. We had great tacos and there's sushi and it's just a, a, a great place if you can't make it on one of the boats. I mean, what do you take? Uh, maximum of 60 people? You know, between the two boats, I mean, you can't take a lot, but uh, you can still come and celebrate, you know, the, the Frangirallo at the captain's reception. So you had a, a phenomenal turnout there, uh, Mike. Yeah, the, the turnout was, was really great. And, the, again, the support from the from the industry and, and the fishing community was wonderful. And, and that's really, I, I think, really one of the better opportunities for people to to have time to socialize with some of the industry people. There's a lot of the industry. Um, there's captains there. There's people from retail stores there. There's, there's a lot of manufacturers that come that, you know, it's not a display. We don't really have a, it's not, it's not something like that, but for those sponsors for Maui Jim and for fishing syndicate rods and, and the knives, those are the, those are the three factories or companies that, that make it happen. And it's all based on, um, uh, on raffle sales, of course, if you buy a certain amount of raffle tickets, you get uh, a, a product. And, and like in Fishing Syndicate's case, Oliver is so generous. Um, if you come in there and you buy $400 worth of raffle tickets, you, you get handed a, a Fishing Syndicate rod that, that is worth um, almost all of that. And, and the opportunity to, to see all the different models and talk to him and, and his guys is, is really special. And... Um, it just makes for a very fun evening. I mean, we charged $30 to come there, and $30 included all the food and all the drink. It was all provided. Um, where can you go? You can't even go out to dinner for $30. So um, it's a great opportunity. It's a really fun thing, and I would encourage people to put that, uh, put that on their calendar for, for next June. It'll be late in June. Again, I would imagine it's going to be somewhere like the last Sunday of June. Uh, that's uh, that's a, that's what we're shooting for, and I think it'll probably happen. But uh, yeah, you don't have to be out on the boats to help this program at all. Uh, that's that's uh, you can have a very very fun evening and do a great thing to help the kids, and and, and you don't have to spend four hundred dollars in raffle tickets to do that. Uh, that's just one of the opportunities that that was offered, and a lot of people took advantage of it. No, I just want to thank you for your involvement. Um, takes people like you to lead the, the charge on some of these programs There's a lot of people involved and we want to thank them all because you know the kids are our future you know i know that's a bit of a slogan but it's the truth I and mean, we've got to get them on the water get them hooked up on on fishing not drugs or anything else that's shady you know just just get them outdoors get them outdoors and you guys are leading the charge and at angler chronicles it's all about the kids you know we've all, we always want to help the kids and um I'll, on, on, from our from us to you uh, Mike, thank you so much for leading the charger on something like this. 
well, it, it's a team effort, guys, and, and the program has been going on since 1999. I hope it goes on indefinitely, and it is certainly has momentum, and it's getting bigger, and we're putting more kids out on the water, and that's all because of the help and support we get from you guys. So we appreciate it, and uh, we'll look forward to Tuna War 7 uh, next June. That's cool. You got it, brother. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, I can't believe you buy $400 in, in tickets and you get a free fishing syndicate ride. Wow, I guess I can get one that way. That's really cool. And, yeah. Well, well, the reason I brought that up, speaking of that, Oliver's been very patiently waiting. I know he's got a couple of things. And that, quiet. I know yeah, he's been very quiet. quiet. It's the Blue Jay. Yeah, the <laughs> Blue Jay. And uh, I know he's got a couple of things he wants to say. Good morning, Oliver, again. Hey, Ron. Hey, listen, no, that was great. Uh, Tuna Wars was awesome being at the uh, captain's reception. And, uh, you know, I'm personally really happy to have the opportunity to support uh, the Rollins uh, program. You know, we all know how Mike Lemmon is a great guy to all of us. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, uh, happy and, and, and a pleasure to to partake in this. Um, and that was great. Great evening. And, um Glad to see how people are supporting the program, and uh, of course, you know, getting uh, some good prices uh, in return is uh, it's always a good thing. Well, let me let me you know while I got you on there because I know uh, both you, through Fishing Syndicate and Ben through Accurate, have donated some product for the Real a Week program for Friends of Rollo. Mike, um, that thing starts in June, right, or July? When when does it start to uh, raffle off? Well, we, we actually start that, and I think it's on August the 27th. And uh, uh-huh. sometimes people say to us, they go, why, why do you sell the tickets and then wait so long? Well, because we never know how long it's going to take to sell the tickets. And, uh, and we, can't, we can't start drawing until the tickets are sold. So it won't be until August 27th, and then the drawings start on Tuesdays, and they run every Tuesday right through the end of the year. Um, and then uh, Are you sold out? Yeah, well, you know, I, I want to say we're sold out, but in the chaos of, of Tuna Wars, I've kind of set that aside, and I haven't been paying attention. Uh, I think we are sold out, but I am not sure. If anybody is uh, is interested in that, if you want to send me a, a personal email, uh, send it to Mike at RolloKids.org, and I will check and see if there's anything left. Um, I think we're sold out. Uh, we normally well, you know, a lot of our listeners, tickets. a lot of our listeners have bought tickets and they have won. Uh, this is a real deal. I mean, you got. Uh, I think every week the average price on a reel is three hundred to five hundred bucks. You know, there's rods, there's, there's all kinds of stuff. In fact, one of the greatest things that ever happened. You ready for this one, Oliver? I mean, when we were at the uh, fishing festival there for for the Fishers and Men event in Brea, I went out, bought some tickets for the reel a week, and guess what? I won an eight hundred H. Okay, you want I won one of your rods. Awesome. I won a rod. I love it. I love it. And you know what? I won the rod. I'm going. I'm going to bring this one home. Guess who? Guess who took it? Guess who took it? She said, "This one's mine." Willie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, screw it overboard. Ronda. <laughs> yeah, and, and and then and then she goes, "Well, I need a reel for this." And I go, "Well, you better go to Uncle Ben there and ask uh, Ben to go ahead and set you up with a nice reel. We need to get you a reel." So on the eight hundred, probably I would probably put a six hundred uh, narrow or regular. Okay, so yep. it's good to go. So this thing's for real, guys. Awesome. It, it helps all the kids, and at the end of the day, the kids win, and that's what it's all about. Okay, well, right. 
No, no, no airtime there. Oliver, did you have some stuff you wanted to talk about on your new uh, items? No, listen, uh, you know, just get out there and fish. We had a great trip uh, on the ocean odyssey. The, the, kill, the, the catching wasn't so great, but the trip was great. Uh, we caught lots of fish, and I knew uh, just seeing all the fish and being a down day for the fleet, I knew that the following trip, uh, things were going to go wide open. And, you know, sure enough, two days later, um, when the tuna wars that trip went out, uh, they killed them. Uh, that's all the fish that we saw, and we actually left them there for you guys, uh, Ben. You know, we figure. No, uh, we really appreciate yeah, it. Right, they we really whatever. appreciate it. <laughs> we I'm you telling you, Ben and I were. Dave and Sergio needed that for the, you know, for the, for the film. Hold well, on, no, Sergio. I, Just it, say whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Let me tell you, Ben and I were there on the rail. And all, God, it was so nice of Oliver to leave fish for us. He's such a nice guy. We said it the whole trip. Okay. No, but listen, um, your rods just worked phenomenally well. Um, you know, I would recommend here, like, for at least the heavy, the 2X and the 3X. You got guys got to bring these heavy guns out. I know we've been hammering the whole day about this. Um, I saw some of the reports coming in from the lab from yesterday, the day before. There's still some big boys. There's several fish that came in over 200. A lot of these fish are 80 to 100. Well, let me tell you, I'd rather be overgunned right now than undergunned. Okay, so um, absolutely not line shape. And you know, don't yeah, forget too, go. guys, that there's a lot of local fish out here. Big, big yellows out there too. So these reels can, you know, they'll handle out easily. You're going to spend the time and the money to go out there. And each of these trips is in, even if you're in a pool that you're spending over 300 bucks, if you're in a day and a half, you're spending $500. Um, you're in a two day, you know, you're in apples of 800 to a thousand, but bring the right gear. Uh, we have a lot of guys, a lot, a lot of heartbreaks. Uh, listen to the mm -hmm. crew. We have a lot of guys dropping either the center rig or the flat hole. 40 pounds and mm -hmm. I mean Rick was just losing his mind like guys you know we're he's on the on the uh, speaker telling us 60 to 80 on the sinker rig 80 to 100 or you know uh, heavier okay. on the flat pole okay Oliver I gotta, gotta interrupt you there Oliver we have music and yep. you're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 we'll be right back America, God shed His grace on thee, oh, and crown thy good with brotherhood. Angels Radio, AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill.
Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Talking with everybody about uh, you know the tuna wars, etc. And um, Ben, you got anything else to add? No, great. That was a great thing. I'll be there next year, and um, you know, su- try to support the things that are best for our sport, and that's getting the kids in there. Definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna pay and go next year because I really just want to go and fish and hang out with the guys. There you go. And. Uh, so I you will, just I will be hang out well. with Ben. You know well, what? He told me that if, if he gets on the winning team, that mm-hmm. everything will be the same. But if he loses, he'll trim his ponytail. So I'm all for it. <laughs> I want to see that ponytail oh, go. Oh, I'll go to watch right. that. Yeah, here it comes. I don't think so. Lord, I'll okay. tell you what. I'll, I'll pay the deck hands to make sure the cut is lined. <laughs> hey, guys, I got, I got one more thing to add, too, that hasn't been covered yet. The okay. first albacore of the season well, I will. was caught. I, I yes. took my thunder. Oh, man. Everybody, okay, go ahead. Thunder. You know what? I would fire you right now, Andrew. I wouldn't fish until those albacores show up. You sit at home and wait for those albacore to show up, okay? Yes. Okay. Well, one Absolutely. did. One did. It was caught two days ago on the new land. Um, <clears throat> they had 11 giant bluefin, and then all of a sudden, uh, this one guy hooks up to something a little bit smaller, pulls it up, and to everyone's surprise, it was a 25-pound albacore. Uh, it was caught on the New Land. Uh, first, it was their first albacore in 10 years that was put on the deck. So that's the first one of the fleet. Well, okay, really cool so to see. I think the fish was lost, but who knows? Who knows if, if maybe well, it's coming. Let me tell you something. Okay, Sergio, go ahead. I'm going to stop you. Here's the deal. Okay, we always talk and we say the A word, okay? Every year, a handful of these fish are caught, and then the craze begins. Right now, I would tell everybody, (laughs) if it happens, great, and we'll be waiting for them, but I want you to be prepared, because here's the problem. Uh, uh, An albacore doesn't get to 180 pounds, okay? So that's one type of tackle. I want everybody to concentrate on these bluefin. If those come in, great. You've got the tackle for the smaller tuna on the boat as well. But right now, I think it's bluefin. Okay, the albacore, they're making a big deal of it. But every year, don't we see three or four, you know, being caught? We all get excited, and then it doesn't happen. So don't get your hopes up. Celebrate that one was caught, and it was a nice-sized 25-pounder. Last year, I think the one that made it was around 15. It was nice to see 25. But let's keep that A word a little bit under wraps, okay, because it's all about the blues right now. So um, I just want to make sure everybody – I want to I see people catch up. I, I, you guys want to realize how much I love watching these photos on social media of these large fish, okay, women, kids, 
all catching these big fish. It's just, it's just so amazing. And I want to make sure that everybody is prepared and that everybody catches these big boys because they're there. They're there for the taking, but you've got to be prepared, okay? So, um, Hey, you, you know what we didn't talk about step? today, Serge, that I didn't hear about? The B word. Nope. I wanted to hear about the trout fishing up in the Sierras. I wanted to hear what was going on crawling and that stuff because it's, you know, the salmon fishing up in Mendocino County and up there right now is going off. Guys are calling me to ask me to come right. up. Limits. What's going on with the trout fishing? we got a couple seconds. Well, I've got a couple friends up at the June Lake and the Ernie's Tackle and, the you know, different stores up there, and they're saying that the fish are incredible. I mean, they're stocking. These are, these are either holdovers or naturals that have been just not caught. People are catching browns. People are catching uh, cutthroats or catching rainbows. But fishing up in the Sierras, is, if you're going to be a trout, if you want to get a trout fish, that's where you want to go fishing. Cool. And, cool. and they're good size too, right, Tony? The average fish that I'm seeing pulled up is in the three to five pound range. You've got that's a couple seven pounders. Fish. Yeah, some incredible fish. I'd still like to go over to the Bridgeport Reservoir. I've never fished there yet. Oh, it's a great but, place. But, man, hearing you talk about it last time was yeah. just, it got, my, got me going. Well, you know, it, Ben okay, brought it so up, too, the salmon to fishing. Yeah, well, you guys need to be prepared for that fishing as well. Uh, Oliver, you would go, what, uh, the FS 800, 800XX um, with a uh, <laughs> with an accurate 600. Dude, what are you talking about? Trout, trout yeah, are you in the backyard <laughs> smoking pakaloa again, bro? <laughs> One of the I other great things are things are weird here. Yeah. One of the other great places up there to I fish. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Oliver. Go ahead, right now, You know, Sergio almost got me to say yes. That's exactly what you need for those trout. <laughs> no, I guess what I'm saying is that if you catch a whole bunch of bluefin and you're getting sort of like you're, you're salted on it, there's trout and there's salmon to be caught. So think about it. Yes, absolutely. In fact, uh, we had Pamela on the boat with us. She's from Oregon. And even all the way up to Oregon, they're getting ready for the salmon run. I mean, Well, steelhead it, was it, her. It, she it, was it, all about that steelhead deal. Oh, right. So yeah. there's a lot of fishing going on. Uh, the thing is, like oh, we always say, get out there and go fishing. Yeah. Okay, that that's the, the, the first step is to say, I'm going. Book a trip, get in your car, go to a local lake, whatever it takes, just go outside. All right, go outside and get get going. All right. Um, I, I love the fact that you got Ron and uh, Ben both. I love to fish the tuna. But at the same time, we'll say, let's go get some trout. And that's the beauty of being an angler. Okay. So, um, you know, go full circle. It's really, yeah, well, really good. Well, Steve Carson's the same way. You know, it's, it's, I don't know, two pound test is equal to catching a 280 pound tuna. I mean, the, the chances are you got the right equipment, you're going to get it done. Yeah. In fact, uh, Steve Carson, two pound, uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, Steve Carson, let me let me let me just say something. Um, I'm looking at the picture you posted of the of the jigs, the Williamsons. Okay, so but I, they're beautiful. I love it. But we, there's one step you forgot. I need you to take those that are already pre-rigged and ready to go. I want to put put them in a box and mail them to me. So that I have them available for the uh, the ocean ice. <laughs> I, I, lost, I lost your address. I can't. Yeah, that's the what I would say too. And just put some money no, in there, too. 
You know, he actually put a quarter. Yeah, he put a quarter. I'll take the quarter that you posted there as well. So, uh, you yeah, know, it, it's so important. And, you know, we always say, you know, we, we love the sport, you know, but it, it's got to be, uh, you got to be prepared. It, it's not for the faint of heart right now. It does take a lot of work, but uh, the reward, I mean, I mean, Ben, you, you have to admit, we saw so many of these big fish. When those things were boated, first of all, the sight of such a beautiful specimen is coming over the rail. I mean, it takes four, three to four gaffs, and these guys are pulling and bringing it over with everything they've got. And then to see the smile on the angler's yeah. face. And these are accomplished guys who have caught many of Even Marciano, when he caught his fish, you see how how happy he was. Yeah, and that's the thing. It, it turns you into a little kid again. I, w- okay, I want to so. say one thing: when those fish come over the side, and and we watch it several times, do not try to grab their tail once they come over the side. Let the guy spike oh, God, the yeah. fit, spike it, or let him b- bat him. You know, batters up, but do not try to take a picture once that thing. I saw two or three people do that, and I was just like, get away from it, because they'll break your arm, they'll break your leg. I mean, they'll they'll hurt you. Oh yeah. So yeah. that that mm-hmm. just hit me. So, All right, guys, we yeah. got about a minute and a half left. Is there Sergio got anything? Well, I just want to wrap it around and just say, uh, go fishing, okay. And most important, like we always say. Be kind to one another, okay? We're celebrating another birthday for this great country. As an immigrant, I can't tell you how blessed I feel that my dad said, it was 1968 when we arrived at this country, and what this country has been allowed me to do, allowed all of us to do, celebrate with each other. And I mean celebrate. Be kind to one another. Okay, let's come back together and make this the country that we all envision it to be, a great country full of freedom, full of rights, and that we can just live in peace and harmony. You know, that, that that's what I would tell you. You know, it's just, um, and, and here's the other thing, and I, I mentioned this to Ben. I'm getting the opportunity right here to visit with my folks. I have both mom and dad here, okay? Go visit with your friends. Get vaccinated. Go see your parents. Go see your significant people because one day they're here, the next day they're not. Yep. You know, Tomorrow is not a shirt to anybody. Okay, so make sure you spend the time. You tell the people that you love that you love them. Okay, I hear Ben and, and Ron tell each other that they love each other all the time. Be an American. <laughs> be an American. That's what you we want to be. We got less than 15 be seconds Be an American, left. guys. So with that being said, yes, uh, I love all my brothers. Once we fish on the uh, rail, we are brothers and we're friends for Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Keep it kind. I Sergio, Ben. Uh, just be kind to each other, and you know what? Uh, we have the best. Be kind. We have the best country in the world. You know. That's right. Enjoy Amen. the Fourth of July all tomorrow. Right. So, all right, guys. So, yeah. uh, this is it. Um, thank you very much for a great show. Um, I, I can't wait to get out there fishing with everybody. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830, KLA. We'll be back next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.